Yeah, um, so I know, hello guys, uh, welcome back to Abe or so, um, I'm here, I'm, this is Zo, um, so I just wanted to talk about the NFL and what happened today, um, and the games, yeah, so, we're gonna start off with the, we, we're gonna start off with the Falcons Saints, yeah, so the Falcons and Saints, uh, this, Falcons had a 24-6 lead in the fourth quarter, Saints came all the way back to take a 25-24 point lead, and then the Falcons got a last-second drive with Matty Ice and Matt Ryan, and uh, they won the game 27-25. Houston-Miami, uh, the 1-7 battle, and now 1-8-2-7. Miami uh, beat Houston uh, by a score of 17-9. Um, another interest, interesting game for me watching was the Jaguars and the Bills, only because the Jaguars won the game Limited the Bills to six points. Limited Josh Allen to thirty-one of forty-seven for two hundred sixty-four yards and no touchdowns and two interceptions. Stephon Diggs had six catches for eighty-five yards but no touchdown because the Bills didn't get a touchdown. But on the other hand, Trevor Lawrence uh got hurt early in this game. I I believe um and then C J Beathard came back in, but he only threw twice and they ran the ball. A, a total of 27 times for 79 yards. Uh, Josh Allen, the defensive player, had a sack, a fumble recovery, a forced fumble, and an interception on the quarterback, Josh Allen. So, I mean, maybe Jacksonville made the correct decision in that, Josh Allen. I'm, I'm just kidding, guys. But it, nonetheless, the, the, the Jacksonville, Josh Allen, he had a great game. And... um. The Panthers Patriots. This was a Gilmore versus Belichick game. Uh, Gilmore did did have an interception on Mac Jones, but the Patriots ultimately won that game twenty four to six. Christian McCaffrey came back. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had how many? He had fourteen carries for fifty two yards and no touchdowns. Sam Darnold had a uh, sixteen for 30, 72 and three interceptions. Um, Sam Darnold, I think he's been seeing those since the time he said he was seeing those. Maybe he was seeing those before that, but yeah, Sam Darnold. Um, I've defended him and said that he was, he like he wasn't the problem in New York, but maybe. He, he was the problem. New York was a problem. The Jets were the problem. Everything together was a problem. But like Sam Darnold is not a good quarterback, and I'm I'm tired of just defending him and saying that he's good when he's proven me wrong over and over and over again. And yeah, so yeah, Patriots win twenty four six. Uh, Browns and Bengals. Odell was not available in this game, and I feel like the Bengals are frauds. Like we've we've always thought like with Andy Dolan and AJ Green no matter how good they were they were never going to get over the hump Marvin Lewis never won a playoff game now they have Joe Burrow Joe Burrow is really good but like are they frauds because I'm kind of feeling that they are at this point with how with how um I don't know with this with like they're five and four right and they, didn't they start off like four and one or five and one or something i don't know they had they were like five and two at one point or something or not five and two maybe they were five and two and now they lost one but yeah regardless um they were they were really good at one point and now they're had the same record as the browns at five and four and the browns won this game 41 to 16 baker actually played decently 218 yards two touchdowns nick chavez had 137 yards and two touchdowns um, and Donovan Peoples-Jones had a touchdown catch, and David Njoku had a touchdown catch, and 
for the Bengals. Yeah, Joe Burrow, two interceptions. Uh, Joe Mixon, 64 yards and two touchdowns. But that's all the Bengals really got. And the 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 Ravens and Vikings game. This was uh, Vikings are really good for a three and five team. That's like what I can say because last week against the against the Cowboys, uh, I don't think they should have lost that game. But then you have to give Cooper. But regardless, um, Vikings as bad as they've been, I feel that their like their record could easily be six and two or like five and three instead of what it is in three and five. But Lamar uh, uh Lamar Jackson got the ball first in overtime, uh through an interception I believe, and then the Vikings got the ball. But I don't know what Mike Zimmer's play calling here is. He ran, he threw on second and eight. And yeah, Mike Zimmer is just making very weird decisions, very weird coaching on the offensive side. I don't know where the play calls are coming from, but wherever they're coming from, they're they're just not they're working, but they're not. They're not using them when they actually need to. Like, they get off to this good start. Kirk Cousins throws for, like, 80 yards in the first quarter or whatever. And then he ends up with 187. So, like, did you only get 120 yards in the next three quarters? Like, only 40 than you got, forty more than you got in the first quarter. It's just weird. The offense is weird. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook had 110 uh, rushing yards. Uh, Justin Jefferson had a touchdown. Adam Thielen had a touchdown. Kirk Cousins actually did a really good dive to tie the game. But ended up they ended up losing in overtime 34-31. And the final game on the 1 o'clock slate is... Uh, oh, wait. Uh, the Giants in uh, Vegas, they played as well. Um... The Giants won this game, and, like, the biggest play of the game was, I think, when the third quarter started, um, the Derek Carr threw a pick six, which ended up, um, the Giants ended up taking the lead on that, I think, 17-13 at the time, and from then on, the Giants really didn't look back, and the closest the Raiders got was, like, 23-16 or 20-16, but ended up losing 16-23, and... The 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 final one o'clock game uh, here is the the Dallas Cowboys and the Broncos. Honestly, I don't know what what the Cowboys were doing in the first three and a half quarters, but they were sleepwalking. Like Cedric Wilson, I don't know what he was doing. Um, he had a major drop on fourth and two. Mike McCarthy bad play calling. Um, Dan Quinn. Defense played really well in like the first six to eight minutes of the first quarter, and after that, I just went downhill from there. Um, and my thing, they didn't run the ball enough. I feel like Zeke and Pollard were kind of not really a part of the game. I know that the Cowboys were down most of the game, but even when like it was zero zero or like seven zero, like the I don't know, the Cowboys just didn't run the ball at all. Dag Dag had plenty of times on like third and three. Fourth and one, fourth and two, to run the ball, and he never did. He would throw the ball. He would overthrow CD and Amari and, uh, and Cedric. Like he would just overthrow them like by twenty yards every single throw. It felt like, and in the fourth quarter when the score was thirty to nothing, that's when they went on their first touchdown drive, and the score was thirty to eight. And then after that, they stopped and got another score, thirty to sixteen. So the final score looks better than it actually was. The uh, the the um the Broncos honestly should have won this game like forty five to three or forty five to nothing. The way the Cowboys played in the first 
three and a half quarters. They they they're lucky that six and two is like it's like I don't know. It's just like it's not even that they're lucky, but it's like six and two is not indicative of of what this team was today. Like this team played like they were a one and seven team or a two and six team or only even like they they were so bad against. Everyone like the Browns were playing with three backup offensive linemen. They don't have. They don't have Noah Fant, Melvin Gordon, or Javante Williams. Yeah, they played well, but the the Broncos uh, just got Judy back. So they're implementing him back. They just traded Von Miller. There's so many things that the Broncos don't have in their favor, and the Cowboys just were down thirty to nothing, and then it. I don't know. It was just, man, I. I definitely shed a couple of tears during that game, and I don't know. I don't know. It was just like I just hope that I get to witness a Super Bowl win in my lifetime because it just the closer we get to me turning thirty or even twenty, like I just feel like I'll never get to see a Cowboys Super Bowl appearance or a win in my lifetime because last time was nineteen ninety five. And that was before I was born. Last time they beat the Broncos was 1995, also before I was born. So, I mean, I don't know. Dallas is just a very... And, and also, that can't really beat Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know what it is about that. But he lost to Teddy Bridgewater when Bridgewater was on the Saints. And then he lost to Teddy Bridgewater this season. I don't know. Dak just can't beat the guy. Um, So, yeah, that's, that's that. Um, And... Yeah, so I was saying I don't think I'm gonna ever witness a Super Bowl in my lifetime if, like, this is what I like. Every year I hype myself up. I get so happy. I get so excited, and then I just get the same result every time. A lot of non-playoff, like anything but the Super Bowl appearance or a win. Like, I mean, I know that not every single team can win every single year, but Cowboys have been good enough to have a chance, and they just show you. Why you shouldn't have believed in them in the first place? I don't know. That's that's enough about my uh, Cowboys rant because the more I go on, the sadder this is gonna sound. So yeah, I'm gonna take a little quick break and then we're gonna come back and talk about the four o'clock games and what I think happened to the Chiefs' offense. I was saying that I think the Chiefs' offense, um, they don't have a third option. Because they don't have a running game. Even with Clyde, they didn't have a run game. And even with, um, I don't know, Kelsey's been dropping a lot of passes. He did have a touchdown, but it just feels like Kelsey's not the same player that he once was. Tyree Kill teams have kind of learned that, that if you can double or triple team him, that Mahomes doesn't really have a third option. Like, if you double Kelsey and you, like, double Hill, that's four players there, but then... If you put a lot of players back in coverage, like, I don't know, the, the defense is the way they're playing the Chiefs. It's just, it's just working. And I don't understand how every single team has, even the Giants, like, last week. And now the Packers, like, they were playing inspired because they didn't have their quarterback and starting quarterback, Rodgers. So they were just, like, they, the defense was really good. They, they played a, a good game. And, I mean, the final score was 13-7. to So it shows you how bad the Packers offense was with Jordan Love and how just abysmal the Chiefs offense is regardless of who they play because Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey couldn't get free. And yeah, Michael Harden they're running screens for, but like outside of that, can you really trust anyone else? Because 
yeah, Jerick McKinnon is is there, and uh, Daryl Williams is there, and um, Demarcus Robinson is there. But like, there you never see them involved. Like with the Cowboys, you know, there's Gallup when he's healthy, Cooper, CD. Um, with the Bucks, you know, it's Godwin, Evans, Evans, Gronk. With the, with the um. Even with the Titans, you know, it's Jones and when Henry was healthy and AJ Brown, like you know, but the but the Chiefs, like outside of Kelsey and Hill, as good as they are, who's their third guy? Like it's their quarterback, sure, but like they they need a third guy, and they just don't have it. So, and then the, their defense is just really bad. Um, today it was decent, but. You're playing Jordan Love, starting his first game. There's Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. It's just what what do you, what do you really take? What's your takeaway from that game? Or you know what 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 do you come out with? Chiefs offense is bad, and Packers offense struggles without Aaron Rodgers. Like that's what it is. Thirteen seven final score. Um, the next four o'clock game is the Chargers Eagles. This was. I was watching this game very closely, um, and I, I'm just, I just want to say I'm happy the Eagles lost because with the Cowboys losing earlier in the day, I was just hoping that the Eagles and the Giants would lose, and I got half of that to happen, like the Eagles lost. So, uh, yeah, Justin Herbert had 356 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Austin Eckler had a really big, big fourth quarter run, uh, like a 20 yard run to get them into really, really good field goal range. Um, Keenan Allen had. 104 receiving yards. Mike Williams had 58 receiving yards. And then the touchdown was by Donald Parham and Steven Anderson. And, um, yeah, it was a good team game from the from the Chargers stars on offense. And Jalen Hurts uh, is limited as he seems, like, from a real-life football perspective. It just somehow has been working for the Eagles. And, like, they won three games with the offense that Jalen Hurts has like, Jalen Hurts runs for them. It's just, it's pretty, like, I respect the Eagles because I'm not saying Hurts is a bad player, but he's just not the, the, the quarterback that, that they might have thought they were getting. Or maybe they knew what they were getting and they still wanted him. I don't know. Hurts had uh, 162 yards. More than Mahomes, but that, like, I don't know what I take from that because Mahomes has just been bad against everyone. But yeah, so Jordan Howard had seventy yard, one yards and a touchdown, uh, and Devonta Smith actually had a really good game, one hundred sixteen yards and a touchdown, and yeah, Eagles were better than I thought they would be in this game. But congratulations to the Chargers, and I'm happy the Eagles lost because I hate the Eagles. But yeah, so the next four o'clock game was the Cardinals and the Forty ers This game, uh. Uh, leading up to the whole week, I thought um, Kyler Murray was playing, but it turned out that Colt McCoy was starting. So 249 yards and a touchdown for Colt McCoy, no interception, so that's important. James Conner had 96 yards and two touchdowns. I don't know what this rejuvenation is from Conner, but I hope it continues because I really liked him coming out of Pittsburgh. I really liked him on the Steelers, Pittsburgh University, by the way, and then on the Steelers past couple of years. I feel like they gave up on him a little bit too early, but he was not. He wasn't having the best season there anyway. So, I mean, new team, new change of scenery. Sometimes that's all you need. My mom loves to say that, and it's true in James Conner's case so far. Christian Kirk, uh, ninety-one yards, um, and 
Hopkins didn't play, so James Conner was the second leading receiver and also had a touchdown here. So he had three total touchdowns in this game. And, yes, and on the 49ers side, Jimmy Garoppolo had 326 yards throwing in two touchdowns in a pick. I'm actually pretty surprised Garoppolo's been throwing the ball pretty, like, he's he's been having big yard games because I think he had, like, 300 yards in the last game. No, but he had two rushing touchdowns. He had no passing touchdowns. But, yeah, um, and Elijah Mitchell... McLeod Shanahan ran the ball only 11 times in this game. They threw the ball 40 times. They only had 51 offensive plays. I, I feel like this sounds really low, but I don't know. Maybe that's that's what it is for the 49ers. I don't know. Uh, George Kittle came back in this game finally. I have him on my fantasy team, but I didn't realize he was active. So, didn't play him. So, I'm kind of sad about that, but I'm still winning that matchup. So, hopefully, I end up with... The victory. And then Bennett Ayuk had 89 yards and a touchdown. Um, decent performance. And then Debo Samuel only has 63 yards and no touchdowns. And, yeah, so the last 4 o'clock game was the... Yeah, no, I think that's all the games that were... And then right now, currently, uh, Titans and Rams is going on. And uh, it's fourth and goal. Titans has a ball at the Rams one, and the Titans are leading this game fourteen three. Who saw this coming? Oh, and by the way, Von Miller isn't actually playing right now. So, um, he I mean he's not active for this week. So he's he's still on street clothes, and the Titans just scored on fourth and goal. So it's twenty to three. I did not expect this. I did not see this coming. But um, Tannehill just ran for a touchdown and. Yeah, uh, twenty to three might be twenty one to six or ten at halftime, depending on if how Stafford does. But Stafford has thrown two interceptions so far, and uh, Cooper Cup has twenty four yards. But yes, twenty one to three, two minutes and ten seconds left in the third in the second quarter, and I will come back to this. But uh, we'll we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back um during halftime or maybe at the end of the game. So I know I haven't done a podcast in a while, um, but I don't know. That's just because I I don't know. Recently, I've just I just haven't had the motivation to do anything. Uh, recently, I quit my part time job. Um, uh, I haven't had the motivation to get a job again for about two weeks, almost three weeks now. I haven't had the motivation to really do my schoolwork. I'm kind of procrastinating with everything. Um, and I don't know. It's just it's just a weird time in my life. I don't know. I just feel very unenergetic un- and um, just, just like, uninspirational and unmotivated in everything, whether it's schoolwork or it's anything. Um, I, I kind of want to start working out, but... I'm just, I just don't have the motivation to do that either. And it's just all these things that I don't have the motivation to do, but I want to do. And I don't know if it's if it's seasonal depression that I'm going through or if it's, um, I don't know. I, I recently moved to New York. It's been about a year and 10 days anniversary, basically. Like, I've only been here for 13 months. Let's just say 13 months. After being in Florida for about 15 years. And it's upstate New York. It's not like it's a city. Um, 
my older brother, he's married with his wife. I don't know, it's just, this is just a little bit of what, what I'm feeling at the moment, and I don't know, just life is, life is strange, life is weird, um, it's a very strange time to, um, quote G-Eazy, my favorite artist of all time, um, yeah, um, yeah, but right now, um, it's Friday, and I'm looking forward to the Chiefs and Cowboys game that's upcoming this week, and Amari Cooper just was announced it was just announced that like a couple of hours ago that he's not going to play the next two games so that means this upcoming game against the chiefs and then the following game against the um against the raiders on thanksgiving he's going to be out for those two games and now they're going to have to lean on cd lamb and michael gallup is going to have to play a huge role in this offense because um chiefs defense is not as good as like it's not good anymore and it played a really good game against the Raiders, but I feel like some of that is due to Henry Ruggs being gone and them just getting Sean Jackson. There was a... Whatever, the... I don't want to talk about the Chiefs. This is more about the Cowboys. Um, there's no... There's no Amari Cooper. This is going to be very tough. Um, he's my favorite player in the league. Um, he's my favorite receiver on the Cowboys. Um, and he's on my fantasy team, so I'm going to have to find a replacement for that, but more so, I just, I just wish Amari Cooper could have stayed healthy. I'm pretty sure he's vaccinated. I'm not 100% sure if he is. Um, but yeah, CD Lamb was in protocol, I think, early in the season. So, and Z here and there. But I think the Cowboys are going to have to lean on the run and keep the keep the ball away from Mahomes because knowing Mahomes, he's going to have a great game regardless of who his, uh, what, how his defense. I don't know. I just feel like the Mahomes is always uh, is going to show up for big games. Um, and I hope it's a good game, but I hope the Cowboys win. I don't, I don't care how they win as long as they win, whether it's like 30 to 29, 31 to 3, or 38 to 35. I don't care how the Cowboys win. I hope they win. Um, hope the defense plays well. Leighton Van Der Esch and Michael Parsons are going to have to, one of them is going to have to cover Kelsey, I would assume, and then you... You would you would switch maybe uh, Donovan Wilson or Keanu Neal um, on the underneath stuff and to guard Tyreek Hill over the top. That's going to be very hard. And uh, Trayvon Diggs has given up a couple of big plays, but regardless, he's always he's always going to be a ball hawk. He's always going to be that 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 corner that's going to try to make the big play. Like I've seen a lot of people try to compare him to Deion Sanders and. Uh, even more recently, Marcus Peters, like, they're, they're not elite corners, but they're elite playmakers. And that could be true for Trey Vodics. But I just think that if he if he does guard Tyreek Hill, he's going to take those risks. He's going to play. He might press, and then if Hill gets a big, big run on him, then that's a touchdown. If he don't have a safety over the top. But if, if he gives Hill space and he tries to make a play, Hill could break a 60-yard play. So, I'm I'm pretty pretty nervous on how we're gonna guard uh, Terry Kill, Travis Kelsey. I know we have the personnel to guard both of them, but then maybe the third guy in the Chiefs can beat you. Uh, with whether it's Michael Hardman or Demarcus Robinson or a backup tight end or even Byron Pringle, um, Daryl Williams. He made a great play against the Raiders last week. Uh, also the reason I lost in fantasy. Well, that was the start of why I lost in fantasy. I think George Kittle had a really good game on Monday, and that's why I ended up 
for sure losing, but yeah, Daryl Williams can beat you. I don't, I'm not sure about the Clyde Edwards-Alaire update, um, but if Clyde Edwards-Alaire is active, that's going to be another factor in stopping the Chiefs. Andy Reid's a great coach. I have a lot of respect for Andy Reid, so I, th- I think I think he's going to, the Chiefs are going to be ready. The Chiefs are, I just, I don't know, they, it's scary. Like, the, playing the Chiefs is scary because even with Alex Smith, the um, a couple years ago, the Cowboys went, like, like it, 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 took a, it took a lot of big plays by the Cowboys to beat the Chiefs. Granted, that's what happens all the time, but that was Alex Smith with these weapons. Now you have Patrick Mahomes with these weapons. Yeah, I know the Cowboys' defense is better than it was when they played Alex Smith. And I know Dak Prescott's a, quarter, a better quarterback than he was then. And I know that CeeDee Lamb is here, and we, who we didn't have then. But that's... that's I'm just... I know, I know how good Patrick Mahomes is. I know how good Travis Kelsey is. I know how good Terry Kill is. I know how good Andy Reid is. And those three players and that coach, they can beat you... On any any day, any Sunday, any Monday, any Thursday, they can beat you, and I'm scared that's what will happen to the Cowboys, especially without Amari Cooper on offense. And I still don't believe we have Demarcus Lawrence back yet, and we. Uh, I feel another thing. Oh, this is very random. I, I this is just a tangent on very different things, but. I kind of regret the, the the fact that they let Jalen Smith go because he he would just have added depth. I I think it was something to do with the money and Cowboys defense as as bad as it can be and as good as it has been this season. I'm just happy that we have the players that we have. Um, I just hope that Zeke and Tony Pollard can control the ball. Control the clock, dominate time and possession, dominate the snaps, dominate everything. Like, I want Zeke and Pollard to go for 100 yards each and maybe a touchdown each or maybe a pair of touchdowns for Zeke and one for Pollard or out of the back, receiving touchdown or Blake Jarwin, Dalton Schultz, uh, someone on the tight end can make a big play or see who, Cedric Wilson. Because this is what is, it sucks kind of like, I just wish I got to see the Cowboys offense with all four elite receivers because I think Cedric Wilson is an elite receiver and Michael Gallup because Cedric Wilson and Michael Gallup could be a lot of teams number one and number two and on the Cowboys they're number three and number four and like Patrick Mahomes would love to have Cedric Wilson or or Mike, Michael Gallup as his number two behind Tyreek Hill or even his number one and Tyreek Hill could be like the just the the home run play, like the way the the Rams are using Desha- Deshaun Jackson. Granted, uh, Tyree kills a lot better than Deshaun Jackson, and a lot younger, and a lot faster, and and, and everything. But I, I I just the the Chiefs scare me. Um, uh, Michael Hardman scares me. He's very fast. Tyree Kill scares me. He's very fast. Um, uh. Mahomes is going to be ready. The Chiefs are going to be ready. Um, I... Ke- Keanu Neal, if, if he plays, I'm not, I'm not sure on the status of Keanu Neal, but if he plays, that's going to be huge for the Cowboys. I'm actually looking up right now if Keanu Neal is playing this upcoming week, and he is... 
I'm, I don't have an update, so I, I believe he is playing because it, there's nothing that suggests that he is not. Oh, yeah, the, back to what I was saying about the receivers. Patrick Mahomes would love to have Cedric Wilson or Michael Gallup as number one. And I mean, as number two behind Tyreek Hill. But I we just haven't had we just haven't gotten to see the Cowboys with those four receivers all healthy at the same time in the same game. Um, this was this upcoming week would have been the closest that we got other than week one. But then Michael Gallup got hurt in week one, and Cedric Wilson wasn't really they didn't really use Cedric Wilson that much at that point in the season. They really started to use him when maybe week three, week four. That Patriots game kind of started uh, Cedric Wilson. Big burst, but I think even last year he had a he had a game with three touchdowns. But Cedric Wilson's also been, always been this good, good, uh, good, um, consistent receiver that you that you can always rely on. He's I don't know who I can compare him to, like uh, Hunter Renfro type maybe, but Wilson is a lot more athletic and a lot like. That play again on against the Patriots, that fourth down play, that was amazing. But yeah, um, I just wish we got to see all four receivers plus the two running back plus Dak Prescott all together because last year we were robbed of that because Dak got hurt, and before that we were robbed because Zeke was hurt. Like now we now we finally could have had all four together, but my favorite player again, Amari Cooper, is out because of COVID. So I hope that. Well, I mean, they're not saying COVID. They're saying the virus. I don't know. It could be the stomach virus or it could be the flu or it could be any other virus. But I'm assuming it's the COVID virus that that ESPN is referencing to when they're saying oh, Mark Cooper will not play this this Sunday. Parentheses, virus. I'm assuming it's COVID. Um, like I said earlier, I think he's vaccinated. If he is, I'm not sure if he is. But you can still get COVID even if you're vaccinated. But, like, the chances are lower. Um, and he had a positive COVID test. So yeah, he, he is out because of the COVID protocol because he has COVID. He tested positive for it. And we saw how slow Aaron Rodgers was coming back. And, and I hope that Amari Cooper isn't, isn't like that. I hope Amari Cooper, when he does come back, I think he comes back against the Saints. Because the Cowboys have this Chiefs game, then they have the Raiders on Thursday, and then they have the Saints the following Thursday after Thanksgiving. So two straight road games after this. Um, just really, <laughs> these three games just really scare me as a Cowboys fan. I'm kind of just hoping that they can come out one and two or two and one out of this. Like they don't have to go three and zero. If they could go three and zero, that would be what I hope. But the Saints are scary because their defense has been really good. They beat Aaron Rodgers thirty-eight to three in a neutral game. Because the Saints couldn't play at home. So, they were 35 points better than the Packers. Granted, it was, it was week one. and Like, no, the Saints weren't taken seriously by the Packers, in my estimation. But, I just hope the Cowboys are prepared for the Saints. Because, two years ago, or maybe it was last year, um... The Cowboys lost to the Saints when Teddy Bridgewater was the... It was two years ago, because last year Bridgewater was on the Panthers. So yeah, two years ago, Cowboys lost to the Saints, and but before that, the Cowboys beat the Saints in a play, in a in a in a Thursday night game, um, when the Saints' defense was so good, and the Cowboys won that game basically with their defense and Marcus Lawrence having the game that he had against Drew Brees. But yeah, the Saints are a very scary team for the Cowboys, in my opinion, because if Alvin Kamara is healthy at that point, and um, I mean they don't have any receivers, but they do have Trayvon. Shout out to Trayvon. 
He uh, went to UCF, same school that um, I am attending right now. I'm about to get my degree in, degree from. But yeah, Traquan Smith is probably the number one other than Alvin Kamara, who's coming out of the backfield. So yeah, they don't really have any any receivers. I mean, they did have they they do, they do have Marquez Callaway and they do have Deontay Harris and they do have Adam Troutman, tight end. But like those are not. Those if those are your number one, two or three options, like yeah, you're you're gonna struggle and especially when you're quarterback, you downgrade and it's hard to downgrade from James Winston. And I love James Winston as like a character and everything. He's a fun he's thirty one to touch on thirty interceptions or whatever. But yeah, James Winston you downgrade from James Winston to uh to uh Trevor Simeon. And Trevor Simeon uh, he went to my rival high school, Olympia. Shout out to Olympia, Orlando. If anyone goes to Olympia or is from that area, shout out to you. But yeah, Trevor Simeon, not not the best quarterback. Not a top sixteen quarterback. I love to like say that there's a top, there's a there's sixteen good, sixteen bad, it's like starting quarterbacks, and uh, Trevor Simeon's on the bottom sixteen, like the bad ones. So yeah, the Saints are gonna. Sh- but this is um, why am I giving the analysis two weeks from now? See, this is a weird tendency that I go on as a cowboy fan, just just hoping for the best this week and just moving on to the next 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 week because it's hard to live in the moment as a cowboy fan because you know what the future is gonna be like. But I guess that's what you should live in the moment because history says that they won't win the Super Bowl, and I just hope that they do because. I just want to see one Super Bowl appearance and win in my lifetime. And I think that I'll be content with my life. I don't know. The Cowboys, like, I know this sounds extremely outrageous and just bizarre that that a, a football team could, could, uh, could, I guess, make someone feel that way when you don't want to give the people on the team personally. But, like, that's just, I guess, my fandom that... I I'm uh, that my fan I'm in the Cowboys, but yeah, um, <laughs> I'm gonna talk about the the rest of the game this week because I just think that I went on a weird rant on the Cowboys and the fourteen different tangents and uh, yeah I, I don't think any of that really made sense because all of that was out of out of order. But yeah, I'm gonna come back and we're gonna discuss the rest of the games and what I'm watching right now. Right after this. Yeah, so before I cover the rest of the games this week, I'm just watching right now. I'm watching the Celtics-Lakers game. LeBron just made his uh, comeback after missing a couple of, not a couple, a lot of games. Uh, the Lakers are down by 13 right now. It's 89-76. Uh, Anthony Davis has 27 points right now. Or no, 22 points. 15 plus 22. 20, 23 points right now. Um, and he just scored his 24th and. Dennis Schroeder, Marcus Smart, Al Horford. Yeah, so the Celtics, Celtics are up by 12 right now, 89-77. But I'll keep you guys updated on this game as I talk about the Sunday the, the Sunday games. Or actually, let's, talk, let's start with college football. Since we're in week 11, or week 12, I think. the, the, one, of the one of the final weeks of college football. So, the game that we're going to start off with is... I mean, I'm going to start with off with my favorite team, but let's see. They're 5-5, five and five, Syracuse, NC State. NC State is uh, the 20th team of the country with a 7-3 and three record. Uh, Syracuse is 5-5, five and five, like I said, mentioned earlier. Uh, NC State 
is a 11 and a half point favorite and honestly yeah i can, I can definitely see that I, I can see nc state winning this game like 32 to 7 or you know like syracuse has that in them but then i could also see syracuse upsetting nc state winning a game like uh 27 21 but yeah i just I mean, my analysis on Syracuse is going to win. That's because I'm a homer, and I'll always pick Syracuse. Wake Forest, Clemson. See, this is a really interesting game because Wake Forest, I think, two weeks ago lost their first game. And if had they not lost that, they would have been 10-0 right now. And they would be playing Clemson, which would be the biggest ACC game that Wake Forest has probably been in in a while. I don't I don't know since who because I don't call it follow college football like that. Someone out there, if they're li- you're listening to this and you know this, probably going to tell me. And I hope you do tell me. But... I just feel like this this is a game that Clemson wins. Dabo Swinney at home, seven and three, go up to eight and three, will be a very good conference opponent in Wake Forest. Um be huge for them. I think Clemson will actually win this game. I don't know if it's if it's an upset because they're a five point favorite. But and it's over under a fifty six point five instead of a five point favorite, you do the math. Yeah, so yeah, if Clemson's a favorite, I, I understand that. And I didn't even realize that before I said, yeah, but Clemson, probably going to win. Uh, Charleston Southern U- University of Georgia, Georgia's going to win that. I don't have to explain why. Michigan State, Ohio State, this would be a really good game. That I'm hoping Michigan State can win. Usually I'm an Ohio State truther, and I always root for them, even though I have no connection to the game other than, I guess, my one of my, my favorite teams running back being... And Ohio State player, but yeah, they're like I don't really like Ohio State, and I'm just hoping Michigan State can beat them. And Kenneth Walker is so good. I don't know how he's not the Heisman favorite, and they have Bryce Young and uh, C.J. Stroud ahead of him. But yeah, in this game, I think Michigan State will be Ohio State, and uh, Kenneth Walker will leap over C.J. Stroud and hopefully Bryce Young because I'm hoping that another game we're going to talk about later where Bryce Young will fall out of the Heisman race so far. But Michigan State and Ohio State both are nine and one. Winner goes ten and one, and the loser goes nine and two. And you're probably out of the Big Ten race with Ohio State having to play Michigan next week. And Michigan State, I think they play Maryland next week, or they play Penn. Uh, uh, we'll get to their next week game next week. Uh, but let me see who they who do who they do play. Michigan State plays. Oh, Syracuse Pittsburgh next week. Michigan State plays Penn State. Yeah, so. That's what I said or tried to say earlier. Yeah, so Michigan State plays Penn State. Ohio State plays Michigan. Uh, I hope Michigan State will run the table and be 11-1. and And Ohio State, loses because they lose this game, they go to 10-2. Assuming they beat Michigan next week. But they could lose both of these games and go down to 3. But I really doubt that Michigan is going to beat Ohio State. Because... Harbaugh has not been able to beat Ohio State no matter what. Urban Meyer, Ryan Day, he has not been able to beat this school. I don't know why. My dad loves Michigan. My dad loves Harbaugh. So my dad always tells me that Michigan will beat Ohio State. And I'm very, I'm like, I don't, neutral field, home, away. Michigan has every advantage in the world. Ohio State will still win. And for the past, I think, five, six, maybe seven years, Ever since Harbaugh's been there, it's been true. Ohio State has always been better than Michigan. But they have not always been better than Michigan State. But I think 
And I, I don't think they will be they will be this uh, tomorrow either. I think Michigan State wins this game. Ohio State is Ohio State is favored by nineteen. I mean, it says minus nineteen, so I'm assuming Ohio State is favored by nineteen. That's that's crazy. Michigan State and Kenneth Walker, K nine are being disrespected vastly. Like that's that's wild. That wow. But yeah, okay, Tennessee State, Mississippi State. I was saying Mississippi State is gonna win their the ranked team. Iowa State, Oklahoma. Um, Sam, I used to live in Iowa, and I, I just tend to root for Iowa teams. And Oklahoma, I really don't like them. I don't know why I don't like them. I feel like they were ranked, like yeah, they were undefeated, but they like they, they were the UTSA type of undefeated. Like yeah, Oklahoma has won so many close games, and whatever they're not in one. They're they're not gonna be in the playoff, and that's all I really cared about. I did not want them in the playoff, and they're not. So yeah, good. For for me and whoever else dislikes Oklahoma and Big Twelve football in the playoff, uh, per, uh, PV I think that's pro no that's Pacific Prairie View, Prairie View versus uh, Texas A&M Texas A&M is gonna win this game. They're well actually Prairie View seven and two but yeah they SEC team I don't know. I'm gonna s- assume Texas A&M is the, the the a lot better team and they're gonna win this game so yeah. Uh, th- there's no, there's no favorite right now. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, Illinois, Iowa. I'm gonna say Iowa is gonna win this game nine and two, and Iowa and one of Ohio State, Michigan State, or Michigan can be ten and two, and w- we'll see what Iowa's final ranking gets. But right now they're seventeen. Georgia Tech, Notre Dame. Notre Dame is gonna win this game. They're number eight in the country. I don't think that Notre Dame should be in the playoff if even if they go eleven and one. And the team that I do think should be in the playoffs if they vote undefeated is Cincinnati. Now, given if Cincinnati loses to SMU, who is eight and two, Cincinnati loses this game, they're out of the race. But out of everything, out of contention, Cincinnati is the UCF of this season of maybe the past two seasons. But UCF has dropped off a lot. SMU eight and two, Cincinnati ten and zero. I'm actually rooting for Cincinnati just because I they're an underdog. They're kind of like the Boise State TCU. Of the past years, so they're being really underrated. And if they do get to the playoff, I want to see what their matchup is and how they perform in that matchup. So, just rooting for Cincinnati here and the rest of the way. The only the only uh, team I would root for against Cincinnati would probably be Georgia, because Abe is a really big Georgia fan, and I've seen him go through the lows of the lows of Georgia and. It would be nice to see the highest of the high in them winning a championship because I like a lot of Georgia players and Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle and 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 uh, uh, Todd Gurley and and uh, and AJ Green and all these Matthew Stafford, the Georgia players that Abe and I have both like rooted for and liked and another Rokon Smith um I'm a big fan of the first time I ever watched a Georgia first time I ever saw him in a Georgia game I was like this guy is flying all over the field because he literally was and yeah I, I if it came down to it I would root for Georgia probably just because Abe loves Georgia and I would want to see the highest of the high for Georgia but Cincinnati getting there would be good too. Georgia Cincinnati that'd be an interesting game Michigan Maryland I'm gonna say Michigan's gonna win this game and t- and yeah, so they can either be turned into eleven and one if they depending on how they do against Ohio State. 
So this game, I'm just going to say they're going to come out 10-1. and one. Virginia and Pittsburgh, low-key want Virginia to upset them here. To go to 7-4, and four. Pittsburgh is at home, 8-2, and two, top number 18. Uh, back to the game, <laughs> back to the SEC, where there's Arkansas and Alabama. As I was saying, if uh, Bryce Young does not perform well in Arkansas, that's a Texas A&M type of game. Arkansas could be 8-3, and three. Alabama could be 9-2 and two and fall out of the race. Because then you have Cincinnati, you have Georgia, you have Ohio State, Michigan State, or Michigan. And you have Cincinnati, Georgia... Who's number four right now? Oh, yeah, yeah, Oregon. Oregon, probably. But I don't want to do this. I'm going to root, root against Oregon here. Oregon plays... I think Oregon... Oh, Oregon plays Utah. I'm hoping Oregon loses to Utah. Utah is at home. This... So, I'm just going to go on another weird tangent here. But when I was younger, I would always, like... this Because these games come on so late, Oregon and Utah, they come on at, like, like, 10, 11 Eastern... A lot of times, like, I would always be, like, if I wanted to be at a football game, like, a college football game would be, a re- like, a really important, like, week 11, week 12, week 13 game of college football. And, like, Oregon-Utah is, like, the kind of atmosphere that I always think about when I think about those types of environments or being in those types of environments. I don't know, just, like, 3 versus 23, Oregon, really big game. If they win, they can go to 10-1, and one, and they already beat Ohio State, so they have that tiebreaker over them, and then... They're basically guaranteed a top four spot if they win this game and Ohio State loses to Michigan or loses to Michigan State. So, there's big stakes of this game, and because of that, I just want Utah Utah to win. I just want Utah to destroy everything. I just want Utah to crush Oregon's dreams. As harsh as that sounds, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Baylor, Kansas State, Baylor, Vanderbilt, Mississippi, Mississippi, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Texas Tech, um, UTSA, Birmingham, Alabama, Birmingham, UTSA, um, and yeah, those are all the games for college football, and now I'm going to talk about college basketball a little bit, because Syracuse did start off 2-0 this season, tomorrow they play, um, who did they, who does Syracuse play tomorrow? November 20th, right? Schedule. Yeah, they play Colgate tomorrow, and then they play VCU, Indiana, Florida State, Villanova, Georgetown, Lehigh, Cornell, Georgia Tech, Virginia, Miami, Wake Forest, Pittsburgh, Florida State, Clemson, Duke. At Duke, this game is going to be amazing. Beheim versus uh, Coach K, uh, January 22nd, 2022. Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, at NC State, Louisville, at Boston College, at Virginia Tech. Boston College at Notre Dame, home versus Duke, uh, February 26, 2022, at North Carolina, and then home against Miami. That's very good to schedule in basketball, and they play Colgate, which I'm assuming they'll probably get off to a 3-0 start. Buddy Beheim and Jim Jimmy Beheim and Joe Girard, those are three or two big players coming back from last season, and Joe, uh, but Jimmy Beheim is on the same team as Jimmy now, and Jim, and the Bayheim triplets can be together now. Uh, I'm just a big Syracuse fan. I've always been a Syracuse fan. I don't know. I, went, uh, I was born in New York, so I just 
like I don't root for any New York team, but I've always rooted for Syracuse. I've always like, like my brother, my older brother will attest to this. Like we would always go to like some random stores or random shops, and like I would always ask for like a Syracuse hat or like a Syracuse hoodie or Syracuse anything because it. I don't. I just always wanted to represent that school, and I always wanted to go to that school, and I didn't end up going there, but. I live near there now, and I'm really, I mean, I want to go to the game, but yeah, Syracuse plays Colgate, Syracuse, hopefully they win, and yeah, I'm going to talk about the NFL, Dallas, Kansas City, I talked about it earlier, hopefully the Cowboys win, Chiefs are two and a half point favorites, so they're at home, uh, I just, I just hope the Cowboys can do this without Mark Cooper, if Gallup and CD can get going against the corners on the Chiefs, the Cowboys will have, will definitely have something. To, uh, I don't know if it's, a, if it's something to prove, if it's something to, because uh, Dak did it earlier without Gallup, and now he has to do it without Amari, so I mean, we'll see how Dak performs. But the the Colts and Bills, this is a rematch of last year's playoff, where the Bills Bills won 27-24, and I hope that this time, I don't don't know if, yeah, no, I want the Colts to win this game, only because Belichick can be number one in this division if the Colts win, because Belichick's 7-4, and, I mean, Patriots are 7-4, and and the Bills are 6-4, that's going to be a very fun, fun thing to see if Belichick... And the Patriots can be number one in the division again, just after one year of, like, one down year, getting Mac Jones and going all the way to the top. It's, in the division at least, it's it's just, I've, I was always a believer in Belichick. I always gave him credit. I always said, Brady went to a stacked team. Regardless, Brady is great. Brady is the greatest of all time. Brady is, like, no question, but Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time. But I'm just saying that Tom, it's not like Tom Brady went to a bummy team. And, like, you know, it's not like he went to this year's Texans. But even if he did, he could probably make them a 11-16. and 16. Like, they could probably have a winning record. I, As crazy as it is, that I just think that wherever Tom Brady goes, he has that kind of impact. But then you come back to Belichick. And the reason Brady has so much success earlier in his career is because Belichick had this type of defensive game plan. And what he's been able to do for Mac Jones, they just forced four interceptions yesterday against the Falcons. Two on Matt Ryan, one on Felipe Franks, and then one on Josh Rosen. So, like, no matter who the Falcons put in, the Patriots were intercepting them. It wasn't an incompletion. It was an interception. It was it was wild to to see the Patriots do that to the, to the, to, uh, the Falcons. But now, and then next week, because the Bills, if if they lose this game, they play the Patriots next week, which is gonna be like huge for that division, and then the end it will determine which of which one of them has a home playoff game. And I think the Bills definitely would be more advantageous of a home playoff game than the Patriots. Belichick can cook a good defense up anywhere, but Josh Allen and the Bills are better at home. Houston, Tennessee, Tennessee gets a home game against. The worst team in the league or second worst team in the league in the Texans. Hopefully they can win this game because they don't have Julio Jones. They don't have Derrick Henry now for the third straight week. And they're going to they're gonna have to rely on Adrian Peterson or um, Jeremy McNichols or Deontay Foreman. And then 
A.J. Brown's going to have to have a big game. Because without A.J. Brown, I, I like, who do the Titans really have? They lost Corey Davis. Julio is out. Who is their third receiver? Tasha, no, he's on the... I can't even think of it. That's a, that's how they don't they don't have a third receiver. Because they lost John Newton to the Patriots. Washington and Carolina. This is the Ron Rivera Cam Newton game. Ron Rivera now the coach of the Washington football team. Came back on the Panthers. They used to be together on the Panthers. Um Cam is gonna be the starter for this for this game and it's expected to rain in this game, which I just feel like Cam I can't I can't imagine Cam playing well in like bad weather but it, like i don't know the super bowl just haunts every cam newton supporter out there like oh why didn't you dive cam why didn't you go for that ball but <laughs> but i i'm hoping the Panthers can win this game just because i don't want the nfc east to win this win any games if the cowboys don't win this game win this week even if they do i want washington to lose i want the giants to lose and i want the eagles to lose Baltimore, Chicago. This is actually a really good game. I'm gonna I'm gonna be excited to watch it. Six and three Ravens, three and six Bears. I'll go. I'll, I I hope. I mean the Bears at home, but no Lamar Lamar is Lamar is still good. I'll, I'll, the Ravens probably gonna win this game. Lions Browns. So I want, I kind of want the Lions to go own sixteen and one. It be it just be funny, but I'm just not a believer in Baker. Like, because after they lost, or after they, they like, waved, cut, bench, whatever they did with Odell, Baker had the best game of his of his season this season. And then after that, they just, they got killed by Belichick. 45-7. How do you lose 45-7? Like, and your only touchdown, touchdown is in the first quarter, probably in the first drive of the game for the Browns. It was just weird. I don't know how Baker and the Browns are that bad. But they do get Nick Chubb back this week, and I'm hoping that Nick Chubb... Because I love Nick Chubb. I'm a big Nick Chubb supporter. I like Jarvis Landry. I want the Browns to win this game, but, like, Baker is just... Baker is just hard to believe in. Baker is just hard. Hard. It, it, I don't know. He has to do more, show more, do better. San Francisco and Jacksonville. After, two, after what San Francisco did to the... Did to Los Angeles Rams, I just... They can do that to anyone any given week. They're that good. Kyle Shanahan has that good of a run game, run scheme, run offense. And if Jimmy Garoppolo can only throw in third and two and third and one and and four and then like third and like third and four sure is like the best the the worst he has to be in. You are gonna win a lot of games if your defense plays like that and and if you have um George Kittle making big plays and. George Kittle and Debo Samuel because their run game did not get going that, that week. And that's what's crazy about that because their run game didn't get going. And they still got to third and four and short. Third and four and under. It was, it was just interesting to watch. The Rams couldn't stop them. Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Von Miller's debut. They could not do anything to stop the 49ers. It was it was amazing to watch that with even without the run game succeeding as much as you've seen in the past, they were still able to get to third and fourth and under and still convert. With that being said, I think the 49ers are probably going to blow the Jaguars out on the road. I'm just like, yeah, because the Jaguars are plus 6.5, but I think 49ers are going to win by more than six at least. But Packers, 49ers, honestly, I want the Vikings to win this game. I know Kirk Cousins 
has the the whole bubble weird shield thing going on, but at least he hasn't gotten COVID and Rogers did and he's immunized, not vaccinated. I don't know Rogers. Like I was I was like, he's on my fantasy team. I'm a I like Aaron Rodgers. I've actually liked him in the past. Actually I loved him in the past. Then I hated him for like five years because he beat the Cowboys twice. Once Roma, once Zach. Um and then I started respecting him again, liking him again, and rooting for him again. But what does I'm immunized mean? I'm I know I'm two weeks, three weeks, probably ten, eleven weeks late because we all heard this way back, but I just didn't pay any attention to it because I didn't know about it. Like I didn't know that I'm immunized should be or would be a story. Because I don't I don't know like how do you how do you say I'm immunized and. Think you're gonna get with get away with like did no one double take it did no one ask him that's not what I said that's not what I asked that's not what I meant I said are you vaccinated did no one think about that I think I did different rant before I don't know if I did it on the podcast I'm gonna post this regardless because I haven't posted anything in a while but yeah I don't know what does I'm immunized mean I hope the Packers. I see. I've been trying to trade Rogers in fantasy. This was before the whole. I'm immunized. Like I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know he said that until I saw that he said that. <sighs> I don't know Rogers. It's just hard to root for him at, at this point. But yeah, I hope the Vikings win. That's all I got to say about that game. Jackson. Uh, I mean Miami. The Jets. I hope Miami can beat the Jets because I've learned something in the in the past couple of weeks and months. I hate the Jets and the Giants so much because people all yeah they have New York New York in their name but they're not located in New York. That's so frustrating to hear people saying New York New York New York and they're not in New York. They're in New Jersey. That's a different state. There's fifty states. New Jersey is one. New York is another. It used to be the New Jersey Nets. Now it's the Brooklyn Nets. The team went from New Jersey to New York. But the New York Jets, New York Giants, are in New Jersey. But they are New York by name. Not by location. Not by association. But by name. It just makes me so mad. I hope the Dolphins destroy the Jets. I don't feel that way about the Giants, but I do about the Jets. I don't know why. I just hate the Jets so much because other than Tony Romo, Devon Revis was my favorite NFL player of all time. I loved Darrell Revis. I still like Darrell Revis. I wish he was a Cowboy. But the Jets just... They did not treat Revis right at all, and they never... Upgraded from Sanchez. I know they got the two straight AFC championships. That's what any any Judge fan is gonna tell me. Yes, I know that I Revis is my one of my favorite players of all time in the NFL, but I don't know. Jets really messed messed that up. Saints Eagles. Yeah, like I said earlier, like I want Washington to lose to the Panthers. I want the Eagles to lose to the uh, Saints. I just don't want the NFC East to win because if the Cowboys don't win, then I don't want the NFC East to win either. 
Um, Bengals Raiders. This is a four o'clock game. The, the one of three. The other one is Cowboys Chiefs and the Cardinals Seahawks, which is the next game that I'm going to talk about. But yeah, the the Bengals and Raiders. Two, two, I think the Bengals are gonna win, and I hope uh, hope that the Raiders lose next week to the Cowboys. But yeah, Bengals probably not gonna win. I mean, probably Ra- <laughs> Raiders. Probably not going to win. Bengals probably going to win, in my opinion, on the road. I just think that the Bengals have dropped a couple of games. It just looked really bad the past couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, Bengals over the Raiders. I can see that happening, but I can also see the Raiders running at home. I want the Bengals to win. I don't have much to say about this game. It's kind of a boring game. I, I like uh, both Derek Carr and Joe Burrow, but... I don't know. It's just a game I'm probably not going to be watching. Probably because the Cowboys game is going to be on at the same time. But even if the Cowboys game wasn't, I really wouldn't be caring about the Bengals-Raiders game. Unless I had fantasy players. And in this case, I don't. So, we'll see. Cardinals-Seahawks. With Russell Wilson struggling as much as he did last week. Or looking as bad as he did last week. um, I just think that the Seahawks are going to be able to... If Kyler Murray doesn't play and even if he does play like the, i just especially back with the injury and like, how he got injured last year i just think that the seahawks especially especially at home seahawks are at home cardinals on the road these games are always pretty pretty interesting because sometimes they go to overtime and are tied at the end and sometimes the games are like I remember last year, Russell Wilson threw an interception at the at the one yard line or at the at the goal line, and Buda Baker intercepted it, and DK Metcalf tracked Buda Baker down, and everyone remembers that play. But yeah, like things like that happen in these games; those are memorable plays. And Kyler Murray is an amazing quarterback. Russell Wilson is an amazing quarterback. I don't know what that was last week though, but Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, if he plays. But and if there's the other thing is if Kyler Murray doesn't play with Colt McCoy, how bad he looked last week. I don't think that the the, the Cardinals are gonna be able to survive like another game with that. Colt McCoy is good for a start or two, but like you can't really depend on him to win you two three straight games, and he won you one and he lost you another. And now let's hope that he doesn't have to play another, because with Colt McCoy. Starting, I just think that without and without DeAndre Hopkins and Chase Edmonds, I think the Cardinals are already at a dis- disadvantage. But with Kyler, that kind of evens up the Cardinals because I just think that Kyler provides that much for for their offense. And I and I think the Seahawks are gonna win this game even if Kyler does play because I think Kyler can be limited enough by the by what the Seahawks defense is because they played well against the Packers too. I know Rodgers struggled and made some bad throws and the Seahawks didn't score at all, but the Seahawks defense did did, did uh, enough against the Packers offense to give the Seahawks offense a chance. Russell Wilson just couldn't move the ball. And I think he'll be better this week. It's the second week. Last game, you just throw that out the window. Like, you never... I mean, it happened, but you act like it didn't happen so you can move on. And, like, you know, every, every team has a bad game. The Cowboys had their bad game against the Broncos. The Bucks had their bad game against Washington. Um and the the the, the Cardinals had their bad game last week. But oh, and the Steelers see the Steelers, Lions, like you can talk about any of these teams. They all had bad games at some point in the season. But you just let all that go. Russell Wilson 
comes back, they can make it. Tyler Lockett, the offense is good enough. Chris Carson is out for the season, but now you have Alex Collins and hopefully a, a good enough offensive line that you can uh, stop the Cardinals' pass rush and their defense. I just hope that the Seahawks win this game because I don't. I don't want the. I I kind of want the Cowboys to get the buy. I don't want the Cardinals to get a buy. I mean, I'll, if there were two buys, Cardinals would get the other one. But since there's this is the second season of only one buy, I want the Cowboys to get that buy. Like especially this this season, it's really important. And now the final game of this week, well, the final Sunday game, uh, Pittsburgh and the Chargers. Um, Herbert versus, uh, if it's Roethlisberger, I'll give the edge to the Steelers. Because I don't know what happened to Herbert the past couple of weeks, but Herbert has not looked like the same quarterback he was in the first three, four weeks. So, I don't know, but the Chargers are at home, but what does that really mean for them? Because there's, there's, <laughs> there's more Steelers and Cowboys and Packers and every other team fans than the Chargers fans in in California, in Los Angeles, so, Steelers probably gonna win this game, I, I feel like these, these Steelers Chargers games, like, these primetime games are good, because I remember a couple of years ago, um, where Melvin, no, Le'Veon toured at the final play of the game, I think it was a Monday Night Football game, and they've just played interesting games, Rivers and Roethlisberger, same draft when they, when Rivers was active, um, it was it was very interesting to watch. And speaking of Rivers, Rivers and Eli retired, and Roethlisberger still there. So, Roethlisberger has had the longest career of the three. Pretty, well, that's that's actually pretty. That's wild. Wow, Roethlisberger has outlasted both of them, even with the allegations and and everything. Props to Roethlisberger. Um, and then the Monday night game. I, I'm not really interested in the, in this game, and I don't know why do you, these two teams play primetime so much. Like, even without Eli Manning, I think they had they last year they had like a Thursday night or maybe Monday night game, and this year they have another they have a uh, Monday night game. This is Giants and Bucks. It's Brady versus the Giants, but it's not like it's it's not Eli anymore, and it's not the Patriots or Belichick. It's it's Daniel Jones and and Jason Garrett, and I mean it's offensive coordinator like Joe Judge, and it's I don't know that's that's just a weird. Weird, 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 weird. Like, I did, we had a prime time last year. I just, I don't, I'm tired of this matchup. I, I don't like Giants and Bucks, but I, I guess Giants Bucks is. I I don't know. I, I yeah. So Giants Bucks. Um, honestly, I hope this game is a tie. Or I don't know. Like I don't want the Giants to win. I don't want the Bucks to win. But uh, just please tie. <laughs> like. 16 16 like the Steelers and Chargers whatever but yeah now back um yeah before I I end the podcast I just hope the Cowboys can beat the Chiefs <sighs> Mario Cooper favorite player in the league favorite receiver on the Cowboys favorite receiver in the NFL the only player who's I I recently bought in Mario Cooper teacher and I wish uh, it's just so sad that he that he's the one that got COVID and can't play. Like, I I, I don't wish it on anyone. I I hope no one else got it. I hope that the rest of the receivers are okay because we're gonna need CD. We're gonna need Michael Gallup. We're gonna need Cedric Wilson. We're gonna need Dalton Schultz. We're gonna need everyone. Pollard, Zeke. 
I just hope the Cowboys. <laughs> I just hope their defense, their defense can generate enough pressure. Sacks. I hope the Chiefs' offense looks like it did against like the Giants or, or the, the the weeks before that. I hope they can look like that. I don't think that's what it will be like though. So I'm so nervous about this game. I know I keep rambling and going on weird tangents, saying things over and over and over and over and over again. But sometimes I want to say things and I forget what I want to say and then I remember later but then I'm not in the mood to record a podcast so yeah um and now an update on the Lakers Celtics game it's a 20 point game Lakers are down by 24 minutes left and yeah it's just I don't know LeBron came back but this the Lakers are still bad um yeah Cowboys please win but yeah, um, I'm gonna end the podcast here because I don't know how many more awkward rants I can go on. But yeah, if anyone is listening to this, please let me know what I should talk about and please um, help me organize my podcast and like what to talk about, how to talk about it, when to talk about it. And yeah, um, thank you if if you listened or liked. Please share, rate, review on Apple Podcasts, Abe or Zoe, A-B-E-O-R-Z-O. I will probably record another podcast probably after after Saturday's games or maybe after um, the Cowboys game immediately. Win or lose. Um, if, we, if we lose, I'll probably not record it but or immediately, but I really want to get my emotions out because after games I am so upset with certain things and I think I should let my feelings out in in the heat of the moment not later on because then you forget and then you not just you don't feel the same emotion that you felt right at the time and I just want it to be authentic and genuine and real and yeah but yeah I'll probably try to record after Sunday at the latest.